Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. From Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge, we're Out to Lunch with editor of the Baton Rouge Business Report, Stephanie Regal. It's business, Baton Rouge style. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. If you've been paying attention since the start of the pandemic, you might have noticed a lot more people riding bikes than before. Indeed, with folks stuck at home and many activities off limits during COVID-necessitated shutdowns, a lot of folks got back to doing one of the few things that wasn't forbidden and was actually fun, riding a bike. By one estimate, cycling in urban areas was up at least 25% in the first half of 2020, while things like trail riding have doubled. Stores that sell bikes and cycling gear, while a lot of them still have waiting lists and backlogs. It's a good time to be in the bike business. With me today to discuss this is James Newkirk, operations manager of Gotcha by Bolt an app-based electric bicycle rental company that began operating in Baton Rouge in 2019 and has 500 GPS-enabled e-bikes and 50 mobility hubs across the city. The local operation is part of a national company which operates its app-based mobile bike rental service in 25 states and more than 50 cities. James is something of a natural to be heading the local service. He's a native of Baton Rouge who's worked in bicycle shops and raced bicycles for most of his life. He also was a volunteer with the nonprofit Front Yard Bikes, which we featured on this show a few months back, and he managed the Front Yard Bikes shop before joining Gotcha in 2019. James, it's great to have you with us today. Thanks so much for joining me on Out to Lunch. Thank you for having me. With me at the table with James is Chuck Daniel, owner and CEO of Go Ride, that's G-E-A-U-X, a local company that sounds similar to Gotcha, but actually has a very different and unique model. It rents glow-in-the-dark bicycles for nightly bike rides and bike tours of downtown Baton Rouge and the surrounding area. The tours are a great way to get out and see the city and stay in shape, but are also popular with groups looking for themed parties and events. Chuck started the company several years ago in New Orleans where he operated it and then decided to move it to his native Baton Rouge in 2020, right about at the start of the pandemic. Chuck also has a considerable background in cycling, although he was a a software person by by trade. So anyway, Chuck, thank you so much for joining me on Out to Lunch. It's an honor to be here. Thank you. Fun to have both of you here. And so, James, I mean, I know people... um, the scooters, the bikes, they, they've been all over the country. There was a lot of push to get them here in Baton Rouge and um, opened in the summer, the heat of summer of 2019. I think it was kind of slow at first, and then it just took off during the pandemic, if, if I'm remembering correctly. You are. It, it, it was uh, an exceptionally hot day on that uh, grand ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mayor, we were all sweating. But we were very excited to have the program finally in the city after over three years of planning. Um, uh, it took a lot of uh, took a lot of agencies and people to really get this off the ground. Um, and when we finally did, uh, we did have our ups and downs. It is a, uh, an electric bike system, not just a regular pedal bike system. So there was a lot of technology involved as well. Um, and uh, That's true. 
oddly enough, it was the pandemic that uh, really uh, propelled everything forward um, when, when that came because we became a uh, required service in the city. We're part of the Department of Transportation. Interesting. Uh, yep, and we went from an average of 75 to 80 rentals a day uh, to begin with to suddenly we were seeing numbers over a thousand a day. Wow. Yeah, that, because nobody else, no one had anything else to do. Sure. Uh, and they were looking for things to do and we had the bikes and they were outside and people could use them. And today how many are y'all back to on a more regular so a great thing, uh, you know, a good outcome of what happened was the, the recognition of the system itself throughout the whole city uh, and the community. Mm-hmm. And we average around anywhere between 400 to six, 700 rentals a day now. Fantastic. Uh, higher on good weekends. That's really a huge jump. Well, Chuck, I want to bring you into the conversation because your model is so much fun. And I remember seeing your bikes around sometimes and, you know, and then the pandemic shut everything down. Were you able to continue operating in, in 2020? We were. Um, oh, great. We were able to sustain. We actually um, we brought the concept here about five years ago. Um, mm-hmm. We're actually be celebrating our five-year anniversary during Labor Day this year. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so we just decided that it was time to actually put a fr- footprint here in Baton Rouge. Um, born and raised here, and I always loved the atmosphere of beautiful downtown. Um, my mother graduated from LSU. I graduated from LSU as well. So we were always in that in that area within that culture. So we just wanted to actually cement ourselves with something that was sustainable um, to really display how beautiful downtown is during the day and at night. Um, and that was that was really the premise of why we were riding in the downtown area primarily. Mm-hmm. However, you know when COVID when COVID hit, it gave us a somewhat of a necessary pause to right. step back and really prepare and 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 you know, do some planning on how we wanted to approach the influx of new customers and new clientele. Um, so it's, it's, it's been amazing to, to, to open our doors during during the pandemic and be sustainable. Um, biking and cycling is a, a built-in, you know, uh, safety of distance, you know. Yeah. So it gives you that built-in buffer of the, the socially distance that we that was necessary during COVID. So how many tours will y'all do or rides or group rides uh, a day or a night? So the way that the, the way our business model is structured, we're open daily from 7 p.m. to 2 in the morning. So primarily, yeah, <laughs> 2 in the morning. <laughs> 2 yeah. in the morning. Um, and people ride, ride bikes around downtown at 2 in the morning? Kids have very little to do. Um, so during the pandemic, we would get groups of kids that would they would catch a bus from another side of town. They would they would carpool. They would just be looking for a healthy, fun outlet that kept them no safe kidding. and out of harm's way. Yeah, so we would get groups up until you know sometimes we'll be closing. They still wanted to ride. Um, so it's it's one of those that we just want to introduce cycling at its at its purest form. Um, and by us still keeping that traditional look and feel, we're, you know we're so technology driven that we just wanted, I just wanted what, what I got out of it. Yeah. Living in New Orleans, that was my ultimate mental release, just hopping on a bike and riding. Right. Um, so I just wanted to offer that same premise to um, the clientele that doesn't have that. And my demographic is people who haven't ridden in 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. Getting them off the couch, getting them out the house. We have kids' bikes, we have toddler trailers. We, have, we try to keep the family unit as a whole. So um, that's that's kind of what our business model has been, just giving uh, a nighttime outlet outside of 
food and drinking. Fantastic. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I have so many follow-up questions for both of you, but, I mean, you mentioned hopping on a bike in New Orleans, and that was like your release. And I, I'm blown away every time I'm in New Orleans um, by how many people ride there now because they've made the streets so, I want to qualify this, relatively bike safe. You know, they have bike lanes. Baton Rouge, I was on Government Street this morning. Looks great. There aren't as many streets that are, are cycling friendly. How do both of your businesses that put people on bikes that rely on public thoroughfares deal with that? And, and how, how bike safe is Baton Rouge? It's uh, with the mayor's new uh, move program um, that she introduced when she came into office uh, and the community outreach for cycling, um, the buddy ride, because we lost, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, that individual uh, because that was of a, councilman buddy yep, amoroso yep yep um there's been a lot more awareness of cycling in baton rouge yeah uh and a lot more education as far as the riders themselves mm-hmm. you know which way to ride down the street how not to ride down the street you know the rules that yeah. you should actually follow whether you're in a bike or in a car mm-hmm. uh, have been hugely important um and with the introduction of the, the new bike pads and uh, programs, the bike share, uh, it's way more out there for the public to see cyclists now as well. Um, so it's it's getting a lot better. Um, it's getting there. It's getting there. I don't have the national numbers for you, but uh, they weren't that great a couple of years ago. I know. <laughs> Written about that. Um, yeah. what, do you, what do you think, Chuck? And, um, I mean, and do you assume liability when you put these people on your bikes at night? We do. So one of the one of the the biggest thing that I've, I've found about bicycle safety is education. So what we try to do is help people become comfortable and feel safe riding again, whether it's um, in that family unit at its core. So downtown is extremely bike. It's more bike friendly than most places in the city because it's it's, it's less frequented at night. So right. that demographic that we serve, they're able to get reacclimated with riding a bike, get reacclimated with what the safety is of riding a bike. So everyone that goes out, we give them safety instructions on how to ride, what to do, where to go, where not to go, what to look for. We provide them with an atmosphere and, you know, give them instructions. You know, some people want to ride with headphones. We tell them, no, you need to be able to hear what's going on. So that's one of our ways to actually combat some of what's taking place because Bike Baton Rouge and other organizations like like you mentioned, such as the mayor's office with the Move Initiative, they're doing they're making amazing strides because Baton Rouge is on the uh, it's highly disconnected with our with our biking. Downtown is one of those areas that will keep you um, amidst it's 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 better connected than anything else in any other any other. Um, radius within the city Mm -hmm. so being able to bike from there to get on the the biking path to government i think it's going to create an amazing corridor that's going to continue to raise the awareness and that's also going to continue to allow a lot new foot traffic to the businesses to patronize up and down government as well so even if it's those small initiatives that we you know i'm on i'm on a committee to actually help um re uh reorganize or, or, or restructure what's going on around LSU Lakes as well. Oh, so that's a huge plan to have new biking paths along there that gives you that buffer and that barrier from cars and traffic and things of that nature. So, you know, I think that we're making some amazing strides, um, but the, the, the key for me was just education, mm-hmm. making kids aware, 
you know, having the kids and the families that come out and ride aware that, hey, this is how you ride a bike, not just, you know, letting them kind of, uh, I think that's, that's just been what's, what's been amazing about the biggest return for me is just seeing the kids' faces and helping them feel comfortable taking off down the street again. That's great. Yeah, so. What what is what money wise? How, how does it work? What's how, how you all rely on an app? You subscribe to the app, or it's a free app, and then you just pay like you just put your card on file, yep. James, a, and and basically anytime you want to hop on, you just open the app, right? That's right. It's an app. Uh, it's going to ask for your credit card information um, when you log in. Once you get your uh, information into the app then you're free to go to any hub. We've got 53 hubs uh, at Southern. We've got Southern University, we've got downtown, and we've got uh, LSU. And you can go to any of those hubs uh, and then log into the actual bike itself uh, with a QR code Mm -hmm. uh, and unlock the bicycle. Uh, And then uh, it charges, um, right now I think it's uh, it's $2 to unlock the the bike and then it's 24 cents a minute. 24 cents a minute. So yeah. what, what is it average? Say you keep it for two hours. Yeah. That's 24 right times. now on average, um, we're looking at like it's about anywhere between nine to twelve dollars. Uh, mm-hmm. If you go on a good 30, 40 minute bike ride. OK. Uh, and the lakes are extremely popular. We have several hubs around the lakes. Right. Um, and the the levee itself, there's a mm-hmm. bike path on the levee. And we really didn't anticipate how much traffic would go between downtown and LSU. But the levee is a super highway for cyclists and stuff. And it became that way as well with the bi- with the rental bikes. And I know in, in cities where they have the scooters, and you since Bolt owns Gotcha now, and I remember seeing the Bolt scooters all over Austin. People just yep. drop them on the street like yep. it's a piece of trash. Um, not that they should litter, but do they do that with the, the bikes, or do you have to return it to a hub, or do you get dinged on your right. credit so card? Part of the uh, contract with the city is that we maintain hubs, and we, we maintain a uh, out-of-hub fee. So if you just drop the bike on the ground somewhere out of hub, it's going to ding you five extra dollars. Okay, so that's an incentive to yeah. make people. So, uh, but we have people that go out every day, all day long, uh, to every hub, and they round up any strays, uh, service the bikes, uh, and uh, maintain the cleanliness of uh, the hubs. And, and you all have like a physical, um, you know, center of operations here to fix the bikes, repair. We do. We're them. actually uh, in the same building with the Mid City Redevelopment Alliance. Perfect. Who's a partner actually? Uh, and they helped us get the big warehouse space and stuff that we have. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Stephanie Regal. I'm talking to James Newkirk of Gotcha by Bolt and Chuck Daniel of Go Ride. Chuck, what about you? How, how much does it cost to go out and, and take a tour on a bike? How many hours do you get to rent it for? So with our uh, self-guided rentals, they're $10 a person for 30 minutes, $20 okay. a person for an hour, or $30 a person for two hours. Okay. Um, it comes with a glow-in-the-dark bike, glow-in-the-dark accessories. And a glow-in-the-dark bike <laughs> means what exactly? So um, this all kind of spawned from me working at, in, uh, as a data analyst in New Orleans okay. and just getting, I would go into companies and do technical audits and understand how to improve their processes. Uh-huh. So it kind of, I just needed something to balance me out. So it began, it started as a group of friends just kind of riding bikes on Tuesdays and it, it spawned into 500 people riding a bike on a Tuesday, really? 600 people riding a bike That's on a Tuesday. Amazing. Yeah. So um, I just wanted that same essence here. Sure. And when it, when that kind of brought about here was just an understanding that creating a demographic for people to go out and ride on their own. So we do offer those self-guided to where 
um, the wheels actually became a bicycle safety issue. So to add to the oh, presence, yeah. to add to that that knowing and knowledge that someone's going to see this bike with with these wheels that are glowing in the dark as they roll down the street. So it started off as safety, and it also plays a factor into someone who wants a pink bike, someone wants a red bike, mm-hmm. those types of things. So that's where the wheel concept came from. So who who is the average client for for both of you? Um, you mentioned kids, you know, young people. And, and families. I mean, that covers a lot. It does. Is there an average profile user? Um, it, it's, it depend, our profile is, is dictated by the time of day. So okay. on our earlier tours, like we have a 7 o'clock tour every Friday and Saturday. We have a 7 o'clock and an 8.30. So traditionally our 7 o'clock tour, which right now is a sunset tour, nice. um, and it's led with the bike with music as well. Um, and we have safety guides, and we go over rules and instructions. Um, that demographic can, can vary anywhere from, I'd say, about – 25 to about 60 65 Mm -hmm. um where you know the later it gets the younger the demographic gets sure um but outside of that it's just my my targeted demographic is people like i said that haven't ridden a bike in 5 10 15 20 years like i want to get you out i want to get you healthy i want to get you in a family environment with something to do that sees how amazing baton rouge really is People always complain about there's not there's Baton Rouge doesn't have enough to do, but you just have to open your horizon, open your mind to trying something different. Yeah. And I think that it's amazing to hear when people say I haven't been downtown in 20 years, I haven't been downtown in 10 years, that they're able to see it from a perspective of a bike to where they can really truly value and appreciate it and soak up with Baton Rouge has to offer. Yeah, no, I agree. I I go down there a lot. Yeah, and ride on the levee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about? Your bikes, James. Who's who's using them? Because a lot of people have their own bikes. A lot of people do have their own bikes. Uh, well, it's 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 interesting because um, we never really uh, knew who would use the bikes. Mm-hmm. We we kind of assumed that um, the bike share program would be extremely useful for commuting to work and to different areas and stuff like that. Uh, but as time went on, we realized that it was more of a uh, recreational. Uh, type of thing for people. Um, nine, over 90% of the people that use the bicycles are using them recreationally. Now we do have like in the mornings we do see commuters really renting the bikes. We have a, it's fully auto. I mean it's fully automated. I have a dashboard. It's almost like a train station. I can watch every single movement of every bike. No kidding. Who's on That's it? Great. Where they're at? I have, I've helped the city on occasion. Uh, the police department locate you know uh, certain nefarious. Uh, individuals and stuff uh, things that go on at night because we're 24 7 uh our bikes never stop mm-hmm. uh and I, you know do I, people ride them in the middle of the night people ride them non-stop yeah, at any time in <laughs> fact really do. what's funny when go rides big rides stop uh-huh. we see an increase in our ridership because no they go from his they'll go from his platform to our platform uh and crazy enough during the pandemic our some of our hubs downtown turned into party centers Wow. Uh, where that where people would start hanging out and partying and getting now it wasn't exactly a good thing to <laughs> necessarily do necessarily COVID safe thing but, but those still. things happened and you know sure. uh, that's just an example of how this is so great to know that this is going on though yeah here in Baton Rouge do y'all um do y'all have to advertise or I mean is this like a growing subculture that people seem to just know about um my marketing is pretty heavy it only is. because um people don't traditionally look to rent a bicycle in New Orleans, I mean, in Baton Rouge, you know, in New Orleans, New Orleans was like top 10 in the nation for biking. Um, so there was traditionally always someone that would come in town and rent a bike to get around. 
and they're so high in New Orleans for biking because it's easier. If you look at the demographic, mm-hmm. it's easier for someone to maintain a bike, no car insurance, right. no car note, and most people work in the quarters. The easiest way to navigate the quarters is pedal your bike up to work, lock it up, and walk in. Yeah. If you have to look for parking, if you have to do anything over the top, every single day you go to work, you're spending all of your paycheck to park somewhere. So right. it became top 10 in the nation for biking. So, you know, just being able to um, understand that what the biking concept could be and offer it here to Baton Rouge, I think opened a lot of eyes to understand that, you know, this is something different to do in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I love is the Gotcha Bikes because it becomes an ally to just – getting people on bikes, getting people outside, getting them ha- active and healthy, you know, yeah. because we, we also have some demographic or some customers that, you know, they want to ride downtown, but there's a lot of hills that people don't even know about. Right. There so are. with the with the e-assisted bikes, it helps people who can't traditionally ride with their family to come and ride and keep up without actually having to lose their breath or stop every 10 minutes. So, you know, it, it's 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 been appreciated how how they do go hand in hand in tandem. What was the decision, James, to go with the e-bikes in Baton Rouge? Because I know in some cities where they've got the mobile app bikes, they're not e-bikes, correct? That's correct. In fact, uh, all over the world, in every major city, most of the bikes are just regular pedal bicycles. Um, Baton Rouge went with the e-bikes because they did want to bring uh, a sense of... um, being able to just bring the bike to anybody. Make it more user-friendly, right? I, guess, I mean, any, for the any, non- yeah, anyone from a college student to your 80-year-old grandmother could mm-hmm. get, on a, get on one of these things and, and ride them and get where they need to go. Now, the bikes don't do the work for you. You do have to pedal a little bit, but it gives you just enough of an assist so that it makes it much easier to ride the bicycle. Um, so that, that, was always, that was always a factor in the whole e-bike kind of a thing and also we're part of the Department of Transportation partially funded by that okay uh, and so y'all get state DOTD money in other words we we got a little bit to begin okay. with like a grant right exactly okay. uh, and the DOTD actually uh, they they uh, paid for the hub systems mm. that are spread out through the city so are there enough hubs at the moment or are because of the acceptance and popularity plans to expand so we already have plans and we've been in talks with the city um ongoing for uh almost a year now to expand into uh down government street into the medical district where oshner and everything is at Uh, so there will be new hubs and stations for people in those areas to utilize the bikes and get around fantastic Mm -hmm. chuck tell me i I, because i just keep okay so it's so hot it's the middle of summer uh, say a Thursday night, how many people might show up tonight? Tonight, um, anywhere between like 25 and 30. You are kidding. No. <laughs> Get out. Like yeah. every night you have this kind of, so, except maybe Sunday, Monday. My my busiest nights are Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays. Okay. So every Thursday we have a, a free community ride. So if you have your own bike, we encourage people to come out. What ends up happening is a lot of times you have kids. We always buy our kids a bike for Christmas. We don't typically have one as an adult. So we're there to, to fill in that gap to where if you want to get your, you know, your younger children out, if you want to get a toddler out, if you need to get out, we encourage others to get out with their family, um, that we fill in the gaps to where everyone can ride. So we meet downtown at, uh, at our third, third Street and Main Street location, and then we typically ride to LSU and uh, patronize some of the restaurants in that area for about 30, 40 minutes, Fun. and then ride back. So everyone kind of, you know, they bring out their 
Thursdays is a night to where all the custom bikes come out, um, people owning their own things. You know, like that's the night that we just want a community atmosphere to come out and enjoy biking. Uh, Fridays and Saturdays are where we have our scheduled tours. So you have like more birthday groups, um, bachelorette parties. Uh, we'll have church groups. We'll have sororities, fraternities. We've had corporate rides. Um, so we have end to end the gambit of, you know, we're an outlet of celebration um, in a sorts with a healthy initiative that's socially distanced behind it. So that's kind of the concept that we continue to keep us going. Um, so, you know, when, when I hear of like gotcha continuing that throughout the day, I, I, I can understand it. You know, five years when we started, there really weren't that many people biking. Right. There really weren't that many lanes. There, it was kind of underserved at that point. So Are you see. still doing the one in New Orleans or you're just here? I'm strictly here because um, from doing it here over the years, I've seen the growing necessity to have it, um, to get people to understand what it could be, mm -hmm. um, and just to open people's eyes to biking again, cycling again, because sure. they don't even, it's, it's a forgotten art. You know, yeah. um, it's a forgotten pastime for sure that with everything so technological that it, it kind of we kind of lose that. And, and this is your full time gig now. It is. It is. It's a blessing to say so. It's a blessing to say so. And his location, <laughs> his location glows in the dark. Too, uh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you can't miss it. Right well, I'm there. glad y'all yeah. are y'all are able to work together Definitely. and that there's some natural synergy here. James Newkirk and Chuck Daniel, after sitting here at Mansur's enjoying a rich meal, I feel like it's time to get up and go get on one of your bikes. It's, it's great that you both are involved in this in this growing field. It's amazing. I'm so too. glad to have y'all both here in Baton Rouge couldn't do it alone for sure thank you so much for taking time to share your stories with me today on out to lunch and good luck in your future endeavors my guests today on out to lunch have been james newkirk of gotcha by bolt and chuck daniel of go ride we edited this show to fit into the time slot here on wrkf you can hear our unedited conversation and find out more about gotcha by bolt and go ride by listening to the out to lunch baton rouge podcast you can find and subscribe to the Out to Lunch Baton Rouge podcast anywhere you get podcasts and on our website, it's batonrouge.la. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsbatonrouge.la and on our Out to Lunch Baton Rouge social media. Photos are taken by Chris Tricou. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and WRKF 89.3 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Today's show was engineered by J.T. O'Neill. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti, and our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino and Ann Edelman. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you around the table at Mansour's again next week for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch Baton Rouge is recorded live over lunch at Mansour's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansur's is open for lunch daily, 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com.